We are back at the Limeline Podcast with Relics, metalcore band that you are going to want to really dive deep into. And I'm going to play their most recent single that Jeffrey, the vocalist, reached out to me for, which is Indigo. Gents, welcome. Thank you for coming by on the podcast. I appreciate hey, all three of you. What's up? Um, Jeffrey, thank you for uh, sending me this song, Indigo, that I, I was fucking very, very impressed. And the structure of the song is, I don't know, man. I think it's just like something that I just appreciate from um, really hardworking musicians that can uh, can can write really good structure of music. You're doing a strong 9 to a 10 on this thing. Hell yes, dude! It's fucking insane. This song is insane. Like I'm so stoked for this band. (laughs) (laughs) So let's let's just get dive right into this. Like, uh, where is the band located, and how did um, everything come together with uh, Relics? Because this is something fairly new for sure. I think like three years old or something. Yeah, we're uh, we're located in Indianapolis. to try to make a long story short, basically our original vocalist and Colton were in a project uh, that kind of fiddled away and they still wanted to do music or whatever. And I was doing like shitty little Instagram drum covers at the time and they saw those. Um, They reached out to me. We started playing, um, changed that name to Relics, started doing what Relics is doing and just through the years kind of like learning everything, you know, stuff happens, members changes, but then we got our guitarist calvin in the summer of 2020 um had him ever since and then jeff joined us in february of this year what would you say uh the inspiration uh for the music uh comes from with like uh artists that you're personally influenced by yeah i'd say probably wage war polaris a little bit of era a little bit of uh, horizon yeah Yeah. i do hear the era i appreciate it it's just super catchy (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. I, I think the cool thing is too i mean all four of us uh, we listen to different music you know from each other you know it's, i think you know it's a good mix of everything i think you know and uh where did you record this single at is this uh one of the same producers that you have worked with throughout the discography of relics no actually this uh this time we went up to grand rapids and recorded with lee albrecht for the first time um, he works with bands like Hollow Front, Sleepwaker, Seraphim, bands like that. And uh, yeah, really happy with, with the process, happy with how the song turned out. And I know Colin's already been telling him about how excited we are to go back. <laughs> yeah, he's really excited too. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, like when you have a well-produced single like this, like I think it's just, I, I would be excited for the uh, engineer as well because it's like, oh, like I get to fucking work on this again. Like something that will probably be even, you know, my, more mind blowing. And like maybe that uh, will probably uh, just keep him happy. Like, <laughs> could you imagine like being an audio engineer and like having those bands that like don't come prepared and like don't come with like well structured songs? Like I'm sure it's frustrating, <laughs> but he talked about that. Yeah. A lot, actually. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, I mean it was cool. It was cool to see like how much he he enjoyed working with us and and Lee's a guitarist, so how much him and he really connected with Colton and Calvin and um 
it was cool to see them kind of bounce ideas off each other. And I feel like the song also turns out better when the producer is like in it. Um, like I don't, I, I do not think Indigo would have turned out the way it did if we didn't go with Lee and have somebody that not only just like got kind of what our goal was, but also was like really stoked on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean like, and to me in a personal opinion, uh, which I can't wait to like put this song out there on my, uh, content platforms, not only the podcast, but other things that I do. I just think it's a super underrated song. Like, I, I just think like it's just a perfect Thank structure you. song, um, which it's very rare. And I showed I showed Alfredo from Caliber TV, and he loves it. Um, so you know, between us four, um, definitely do me a favor and just like send over the next music video. So I can be like, hey, will you take this? Because oh, yeah. this is the stu- this well, is the kind of stuff that works on Dreambound or um, or Caliber TV with that post hardcore metalcore gent like stuff because they had i mean like at the the, the uh, last live song that i thoroughly enjoyed from them um was wage wars low live from warp tour and that one's a fucking killer so i mean like i love that video dude yeah. like that they haven't done a live video i think since the pandemic which kind of sucks but um hopefully everything's they're all okay and shit uh so essentially like um what is the next step for relics uh within making more music like is there an ep or an album possibly in the works like what do you plan on doing for the um into the next year for this band yeah so i mean i know that probably the end of the year is when we're going to really start working on getting another one out but probably not working on an ep or album We, we really like the single route right now we feel like it's probably the best route for us being smaller uh there's not as much demand for an ep to come out yet but hey i mean one day you know we want to put one out we also <laughs> just want people to people to want it you know yeah no that's smart too because like singles are the way to go usually around this industry around these times nobody wants to like dissect the full length album anymore. Right. they just want to like they want to hear a really solid fucking single like this and then just like re like you know replay it until they get sick of it like all right then what's the next one like yeah yeah i mean this is the first year that uh we ever put music out in the last three years we've been in a band where we've had people have one of our songs as their number one on their spotify wrapped which was pretty badass that is badass that is pretty badass i fucking love that and like it's crazy because like i mean the music video like sets itself like up for success because it's everything's just well produced everything looks great and such um and you also are working with uh high road jesse lee so he's helping you get this you know music out there and such so and i'm sure like you've maybe that has played really well with numbers for getting this like single discovered more so and the band in general oh definitely mm-hmm. yeah, yeah for I mean, sure. working with high road is something that we did on our first video and now this one and i mean it's done wonders for us yeah music speaks for itself dude um i mean like you know, it's 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 so refreshing to hear something uh, so progressive and so heavy, but then like coming back to the clean vocals with Jeff, like dude, like it's just like it's refreshing to hear that through a song. So um, you don't see a lot of bands that can take on that talent usually. Like it's just they leave it just for the screaming. So because um, the discography is like not that large, which is because you guys are a newer band. So this was essentially established in like 2018. I think we announced ourselves in the fall of 2017. 
So yeah, pretty much. We didn't. We put our first song out in. I want to say November of 2017. It could have been 2018. That's crazy. You guys are you guys are babies. This is like this is oh yeah. It's so <laughs> wild, dude. Like I just oh I can't wait to put this on TikTok, dude. Like I like and and I, my followers better not fucking disappoint me because when I put up good music and I believe in it and they don't do well in the fucking I'm like I'll post it again. Watch me. Like I'll just keep posting this shit so you guys <laughs> fucking force feed it do something. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean that's also kind of work too. So um and for for this industry as it is right now it's definitely the singles and then you know the well-produced video for those singles as well as the tiktok the tiktok is definitely taking over i have to include it with everything now no matter what i do i'm finding out that out like the hard way um which is not a bad thing because it's good exposure i guess right i don't know yeah you guys like everything about dabbling into it like Yeah, I never really realized how big TikTok was actually getting with music until I I made one of my own and I just started scrolling. You know, it's all over the place. You can find new bands like it's nothing. Oh, yeah, there's so many bands that have, like, popped off on TikTok. Like, there's that band Magnolia Park that is just, first off, so fucking good. Second, like, they just started posting their shit on TikTok and now they just got signed to Epitaph, I think. Correct. No shit. They're going going on tour with Real Friends. Like, just crushing mayday parade like yeah names wow yeah and they've been doing this for a while i think people are starting to realize they're the perfect example love those dudes jared josh um they are uh leading the way for revolutionizing uh exposure for sure um because when i discovered them obviously through tiktok um they just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and like I think it's been like a year or a little over a year since they, you know, started posting stuff on TikTok. So it's it definitely works. We can't deny that. So yeah, especially if you're relentless, you almost have no other choice for it to work. At least being as relentless as they were, like they were always posting stuff. Yeah, and like I, I kind of like like the tactic that they go about it because um, it's more so like posts, and if it doesn't do well, they'll just delete it. Or and they'll just repost and repost and repost until it goes to a certain collective bubble of people, and then it just it just shoots up because it's like it doesn't blow up. The stuff on TikTok doesn't blow up by accident. Like there's a reason for it. Um, right, yeah, they're playing the algorithm. Yeah, seriously, and people feed into that. Now there's one thing that I learned the other a uh, couple weeks ago. So I turned off my DMs on on messages, and I've seen like more of not only my videos doing well, but like I. I'm constantly in the bubble of the alternative music scene or the emo scene or the metal scene because like I stopped watching all the videos my friends fucking shared with me. So if bands are listening and musicians are listening, turn your DMs off, dude. Don't watch that shit. It's going to fucking hurt you. <laughs> like for <laughs> real. Like it's like I have different friends from like, you know, different sides of like everything, like blue collar, like fucking, you know, conservative liberal whatever i have a lot of friends but like everybody's got different tastes and different humors and it's like this is really fucking up my algorithm so turn that shit off (laughs) especially if you're a musician just just that's just my uh personal uh advice um do you think that uh you would be probably getting any features in the future for some of these singles and if you could uh get a feature with uh, somebody on one of your singles who would it be oh craig mabbitt Instantly, I'm. I, Escape the Fates, my all-time favorite band, and if I got the opportunity to work with that guy, dude, that would be com- complete insanity. 
his voice is just so, I think it's just so unique. I think it would add so much to anything he does. Who did he recently, um, he's working with somebody or something. Uh, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to remember. I know what you're. I think I know what you're talking about. I can't. I can't remember what it was, but I, I saw it's, it's doing well. I saw that. I think the music video he was in with that band has got over a million views now. But uh, yeah, yeah, he definitely like featured on something or something, and it's like blowing up and like yeah, it's really good. Um, oh, but another uh, yeah. feature we've talked about doing uh, over the years since honestly since before Relics was even announced as Relics. We've always talked about having Hunter from Sleepwaker on a song just because he's so fucking good. Ooh, fuck yeah! I think I think Rory would fucking shine your uh your songs too from Dayseeker. Oh, dude, that dude has so much fucking talent. He's got the chops for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's so good. It's so stupid. Um, uh, how's it been looking for uh, shows within your local area? Uh, is there any uh future ideas of Relic's going out there to play some shows soon. Yeah, we actually, we were one of the bands that were lucky enough to actually start playing shows again this year. Um, there's an awesome local venue in our area called the Hoosier Dome. Shout out Hoosier Dome. We love you. Um, they contacted us in June, I believe. And we got to play two back-to-back sold-out shows with Fit for a King as our first show was back. No way. So, what a fucking oh, yeah. banger of a show right out the yeah, gate. Yeah, those are awesome bad. weekend. Yeah, I mean, they not only were they badass shows, but also those were our first two shows back from the pandemic and our first two shows with Jeff and Calvin. So, like, it was a big weekend, and we, you know, had a ton of kids that we talked to today, and a lot of the people that, you know, had us in their rap and stuff, they were all kids that saw us at those shows and just felt something and have been with us since. That's kind crazy. rebirth. <laughs> What they played mostly like the path, right? That recent album they just released. Yeah, yeah. mostly. Okay, cool. That's cr- dude. That's fucking amazing for a band that's like so underground, like you dudes. Like, there's just there's just so much room to grow, and I appreciate that. Um, I also appreciate like the uh effort and the you know trying to reach out to me and you know try to get my attention, which obviously it worked. <laughs> so it's like fuck yeah dude like let's sit and chill and talk and stuff um right. uh, uh what what do you think would be your best scenario for touring do you want to start out like locally first have you have has this band had experience with going on the road for longer than like a weekend or a week or so as as relics no we haven't i don't even really know what we would have planned i mean we kind of have a lot of like prep beforehand but we definitely would like to Hmm. yeah i think the goal a big goal for 2022 is i feel like we've got we've got a pretty good name for ourselves but built an indie finally um we're starting to get a lot of new kids pay attention to us make a lot of new friends in the scene with bands and stuff and one thing that we've all kind of been talking about is we're all very proud of our live show and i think that's one big thing that will make somebody gravitate towards being a fan of our band so getting out there and even if it's just doing you know one or two mid midwest runs and the next year would be a huge goal that i think would really pay off how big do backtracks play a part of your live performance uh i mean pretty big they you know we have bass in there and stuff like that that's pretty fucking cool yeah absolutely yeah just gives that like that emphasis to make it even more full yeah yeah yeah, definitely 
our live show is basically just like from the first song to the end it's just a never-ending like ball of energy like we start the song colton made these cool little like interludes that'll play in between each song so there's constantly noise constantly something to hear something to feel um and it's just super energetic super fun yeah especially when you're just trying to tune and go on to the next song (laughs) right I give bands so much credit for that. There's a band that I, I, I thoroughly enjoy, and I will die on this hill for this band. They're called What Makes Sense from uh, Upstate New York. Uh, saw them live in Philly. Long story short, they, I think, only stopped the set once to talk, maybe like twice, and that was it. It was a very continuous oh, thing. And I was like, see, this is what I'm talking about. I was like, this was, this was pure entertainment. Like, that's mm-hmm. what bands need to do. Like, sometimes, like... It's just I think I think the goal is to make that effort of like you were saying, Grayson, like because Colin's making these like interludes and such, like it is continuing the feeling. Like you're not losing the vibe at all in a sense. And like although like you're preparing to get ready for the next song and stuff, like you're not really losing the attention of the audience viewer and listener at the same time. So like Yeah, I mean that's kind of the whole goal is being like an opening band for a band our size. We're we're not headlining, we're not playing, you know, crazy late in a night. So if we can get kids blood pumping for the next band or whatever, you know, whatever headliner we're supporting, like that's our goal, you know, that's our job. Kind of also to, to touch on that with what I meant about the touring stuff. Like, I think that we want to make a bigger show for ourselves before we're going out. Like we want a tighter, we want more production. We we're talking lights and stuff and yeah, we want to, we want to get everything just like press a button. And from there, it's just a train for, the next 30 minutes yeah I, <laughs> yeah i think that's the cool thing too like like grace was saying earlier we do pride ourselves on our live show so when when people hear our band you know through spotify or apple music or whatever they they get excited to come see us not just to hear the song but they know they're going to get a, a good show too you know and that's that's my favorite thing about being in a band is just straight up performing for people so I, I want to give people a good performance. So when they walk away that night, you know, they forgot about whatever it was that was bothering them, you know, throughout their work week or whatever it was. And they just got lost in, in music for a half hour to the whole night. And, you know, you, you just leave people, you know, feeling good. You know, that's what it's all about. For real. Absolutely. Uh, very well said. Uh, any underground band or bands in general, uh, listening, I don't care if you're signed to a label or not, like take this advice from all three of these dudes, like, because this is exactly how you're supposed to be a professional musician and band. Um, uh, did you guys meet fit for a King personally? Like, did you guys talk to him at all or anything on that show? Probably yeah, talk to talk- their basis there most. Yeah. yeah we yeah, talked talk- to Tuck a lot. Tuck. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. Super nice. Give us some really good advice. You know, he's so sweet. Yeah. Was, was that cool a tour dude. they were on or was it just like a one-off show? They did a, like a, I think it was like four shows. They had like a show before the first dome show. Then they played the dome. Then they went and played some festival and then they came back and ended the weekend back in Indy. I think what I think they were doing like a little weekender before they went back on the road full time. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. And, uh, this SJC, I'm looking at the music video right now. This SJC kid is fucking gorgeous, Grayson. Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we talked off the record. Mike Chapari was on the podcast. And like, yeah, dude, like he definitely takes care of his artists for sure. Oh, yeah, dude. Mike, if you're watching, thank you for everything. You've been awesome. Yeah, really I'm going to clip this. You. And you're going to need to endorse this kid very, very, very soon. Um, 
probably as soon as you see this, when I clip it and send it to you, DM, like, you, it better happen. Because <laughs> this band's going to fucking be big soon. I could Hashtag please. Please, please, please. <laughs> I'm willing to die on a lot, on like a very few amount of hills, and this is the one that I also will die on. Um, Hell yeah. So, uh, who else has um, your producer worked with? Um, with recording, I know he's in Hollow Front. He plays guitar. He is in, in Hollow, Hollow Front. Front. Okay, for sure. Um, Sleep Waker. Um, there's a new uh, actually. There's a new deathcore band out of grand rapids called ritualist that's real dope and he works with them um he, he works with, with yeah uh i don't know if he records for but he he does some stuff with johnny frank and um lauren babick he does a lot of covers and stuff with her oh, for okay. the fallen dreams for the fallen dreams yeah crazy 88 does he mm-hmm. touch crazy 88 i'm not sure okay i'm just curious but it's like you're yeah. in the same realm of like that collective like group of uh, individuals. I just saw I well I only saw I think like two or three songs from them because they were on the tour for uh, to play a C ten year anniversary and they fucking killed it. So, oh yeah, dude, Hollowfront's dope. Yeah, yeah they were very aggressive. <laughs> very aggressive. I like that kind of music for touring purposes in the near future. Um, hypothetically speaking if you could tour for some bands or like create a dream lineup like what would they consist of for bands oh gosh <laughs> take as much time as you want dude we, we can go should, into depth with we, should do this, we should do this individually just because everybody's answer is going to be completely different fuck yeah that's awesome. so weird yeah absolutely it's gonna be Calvin's answer, so i feel like i already know what calvin would say too yeah i mean we've we've like yeah. joked around about stuff personally i'd love to see a tour where it was like us, Polaris, Wage War, and like Black Veil or something. That'd be rad. I think that I would probably agree like Polaris and Wage War, maybe like Thornhill would be kind of cool. But also, I can't not bring up my chemical romance because, <laughs> because i my love favorite. you dude i love thank you, you. you're my favorite you, you can stay as long as you want Coleman. okay <laughs> yeah i mean if there was a dream tour i would just be watching mcr every night that was my very first show as a teenager try it. yeah he would be crying wouldn't he oh yeah i would be like a old like fainting woman yeah <laughs> <laughs> fatigued over touring with mcr what about you <laughs> yeah uh shit um right off the bat escape the fate in us um i've i've really connected with uh, we came as romans music a lot over the years so i'd, I'd, I'd say them i think polaris would uh, would be uh, fun to tour with and then um and for calvin i'd, I'd say the used so he doesn't yell at me uh, he would also okay. say limp biscuit or yeah and limp <laughs> he would say that <laughs> I think it'd be rad too to do like a like a sick like tour that was all like midwestern metalcore bands. Like it'd be sick to do like us. There's a band from Wisconsin called Archers. It's badass. Um, Sleepwaker, Hollowfront, tour with you know bands like that. It'd be rad. All kind of from like to, the same area. I'd love to do a run with Glass Hands. Oh, I can definitely see that for sure. Love those guys. Good friends of ours too. Oh, that's badass. Fuck yeah. Or Spirit Box. Throwing you guys all God, towards please. Spirit Box. Please. That's another guy nobody said me. Spirit Box yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. 
Courtney's fucking killing it. It's it's so crazy. I, I I talk about Spirit Box religiously to people who love metal and metalcore, um, and people never really took into consideration that she was the old vocalist for I Wrestled the Bear once. Like not yep. the original original, but like she was in the band. Like no way. I'm like, yeah, dude. Like what? <laughs> like what do you mean? Like this band just didn't just didn't appear out of nowhere. They've been in this yeah. industry for a very long time. Yeah, I mean, Mike was in I Wrestled the Bear once too. Right. You know, yeah. So people just don't think like that. Yeah. Um, they also don't take into account how long Spirit Box themselves was around before they even started popping off. Like they've been grinding for a minute. They yeah. have, and I got uh, wind of them. I think like with uh, oh their single Holy Roller, and I was like, wow, like where the fuck has this band been? And that's when they really started like coming up. Like, yeah, for they sure. got the signing, and then like all of a sudden, like you're just you're just like more to come, and like whoa, if this if it's had the anything, number like, one this... vinyl sales in the fucking country. Are like, you serious? It, it, yeah, Jesus dude, they're they're Christ. When we get done with this, pull up their Instagram and look at their first week numbers. They're insane. Yeah, that's absolutely what, insane. When I saw they got picked up by Rise, I just had a feeling they were gonna pop off even more. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Especially with how di- diversified the album is, like, which is what they were yeah. so worried about. But it honestly, people still love this. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like I fuck with well, Yellow think, Jacket. Like that's yeah. what I fuck with. And I think they did such a good job at showing that you know metalcore doesn't have to be constant screaming the entire time. Yeah, for you real. You know, like, and and it can still be heavy. I think. Uh, I think that they just executed that so well because so many so many people just they won't like it if it's not heavy and screaming the whole time. I just I think you know, you can interpret heavy in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for a genre that gets talked about how like generic and bland it is nowadays, they definitely found a way to push the envelope and make something that nobody's heard before. Oh yeah, it's like the genre like becomes a subcategory every like. I don't know, five to ten years. Like you just see bands like reinventing the genre in itself and like it's good because like we need that refreshing like atmosphere. Like you were saying earlier, like Magnolia Park and like how they have their sound and then like, you know, Spirit Box, like these are perfect examples of bands that are like they're not reinventing it, but they're like subcategorizing the genre and like getting out of their like comfort zone to like put something out there that, you know, people have not done before. So kudos to them. Um so yeah i mean dude like i i thoroughly love this single the 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 it, once it came through my submissions i immediately just said fuck yeah i think i like i, I literally like pressed like the first two seconds of the song i was like okay like what the fuck like <laughs> <laughs> like That's make awesome. my job easy please like <laughs> the fuck um but i i'm super stoked for the future of relics this and this is just the beginning um i and i want to you know thank you for coming by and talking about uh, not only you guys personally, but uh, to, you know, get a little bit to know about your personal lives and, you know, see what the future holds for Relics. And uh, I'm going to play one more um, part from Indigo. Probably, probably find the heaviest part of the song. I'm just going to put it at the end so people can, like, you know, not hurt themselves, but mosh in your car or wherever you're at. And just, you know, I would... uh make sure nobody's around you when i play this breakdown so but guys <laughs> thank you so much for coming by um congrats i am stoked for new music please send me anything that yes. you want hey, dude, thank you for having thanks us for the really. opportunity thank you. yeah absolutely we will be playing you more for sure i do not doubt that whatsoever <laughs> thank you so much